Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy is too expensive. Therapy Time for another one. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Get your chap on. Yes. Oh, can I have some hands? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like spray. I love this one because it's um, it doesn't dry me out. Yeah, like, I hate the ones that dry you out. Yeah, this one like keeps me moist or like smooth. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I burnt my little. Ooh. <laughs> oh no. It's oh, fine. you have a cut. Yeah. I'm not liable. <laughs> 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 All right. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy, and guess the fuck what? What? We got HK motherfucking brains, aka fill me up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not over it. And that's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm not over it. Is it too much? Should I bleep that out. No, that was just. Okay. That was great. I was just caught off guard. <laughs> you know, just being exposed in the first thirty seconds of the episode. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am HK Brains. <clears throat> and you is you. <laughs> AKA what she just said, but I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> ah. Go subscribe, pay yeah. some money. Yes. What's up? What's okay. Up? Well, we always talk about ass. We and do. booties we and do. giving head. It's, great. it's good. It's and you've given great advice. Oh. But now I feel like I really want to dive into your dating life. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I've been getting this request a lot. It's like, oh, how to date in quarantine and dating mm-hmm. in quarantine and all that stuff. And I, you know, I'm not dating in quarantine. I mean, okay, I did get a boyfriend in quarantine. We all know that story. So but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I'm not, you know, dating casually. Actively. Actively. Going out apps. and meeting motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I yeah. did a couple. I met up with a couple people, but that didn't go well. Gotcha. And, and now, I'm, now I'm taken, but. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Well. Let's talk about it. Let's fucking discuss. Because so, I know that you just told me you went through some shit. So yeah. let's just. Let's <clears throat> so through some bullshit. But, um, yeah. And we kind of mentioned it in the past few episodes because we recorded them during this lockdown we live in southern california literally the epicenter of this shit show of covid yeah because we just can't get it everyone gets everyone that i see gets tested i yeah just and i'll admit not to blast them but i have good 90 percent of my friends group have gotten covid within the past six months and luckily their symptoms were mild to moderate and they're all healed now i haven't gotten it i just got tested before meeting up with meg today i'm still negative i did sorry (laughs) I mean, that's fine. I like it, actually. <laughs> she, he called me Meg. Phil Mega. I'll take it. <laughs> I kind of liked it, actually. I didn't mind it. I was like, oh. Um. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Oh, yeah. So, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've known a lot of people that have gotten sick in the past several months. This is an ongoing thing. We all know that the pandemic is a thing, but we all have needs. I think that's why people were, like, risking going out because they miss human connection. So, I get yeah. it. Um, and when we discussed it before, I mentioned how a lot of people are resorting to their exes because it's just easy access, right? So, oh, in general, people are just going to do what they want to do. You know, like, we can't really police our friends and say... Uh, we can tell them like yeah you shouldn't go out if you go out be in an open area like be smart about it yeah be smart about it wear your mask whatever but as far as hooking up i know people are out here fucking you know yeah like and and we can say that we're not sick that doesn't mean you don't have it so you're just you you know what you're getting into if you're out here fucking you kind of already know and that kind of goes before covid there's other diseases that you know that you should know about already so and that was just forcing you to be more conscious yeah i guess but i think that people i hope that's what people are their takeaway if any is that like they're getting regularly tested for covid and for stis and they're being um openly communicative and transparent about that with their potential sex partners like that's something that i would like to normalize um and so for me um yeah i'm out here uh i wouldn't say meeting up um i've only met up with just one in the oh, past really? six months okay um uh other than that like i am person? chatting um it was an old uh old fuck like buddy. The, oh yeah. shit that's how it so, was yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of like i would file that under the whole x thing yeah yeah so it was just easy access we trusted each other we keep uh we're friends and we keep track of each other we know where we weren't sick and we were just like hey you want to fuck like we're just horny right but um (laughs) in general like i am on some uh casual dating apps and i've only gotten so far as to like just chat with people um because for me that's sometimes enough and like yeah it definitely gets to like sexual chats trading nudes trading sex videos and whatever um 
But when we talk to getting to the point of like actually meeting up, like sometimes I'll propose it and they'll admit, you know, actually I'm not comfortable right now. I'm like, okay, cool. Or I'm not comfortable. Like it's just um, like a dude asked me to suck his dick in the car like two days ago. And I was like, wait, who? Oh, just like a random dude that hit me up. Okay. And I was like, you know, (laughs) as much as I would love to, I know that I have to, it was literally because I was coming here. Like I was like, I don't want to (laughs) put people at risk. And, um, Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And, And that's what I think about is because I'm not, I'm not going out a lot. Luckily I, stay home for school and work so if i know i'm gonna go to meet up with someone i want to make sure that everybody's safe and like you're the first person that i've got like gone gotten dressed up for in like a month yeah um but yeah that's why like i didn't meet up with this person and i got tested but you know might hit him up tonight (laughs) (laughs) the pod's over so But yeah, just just don't be dumb if you want to like we all have our needs. Some we're all touch deprived. I get it. Okay. Oh shit. For all the singles out there, um you made it through the holidays. You know, you're going to make it through Valentine's. Like it's you it will hard. be fine. It, I like, get it. Like dating is hard, but yeah. dating in a pandemic? Yeah. It's it sucks and like the but I think that's where you have to just remind yourself like that it is a pandemic. Okay? These are like unprecedented uh conditions so honestly you shouldn't be fucking worried about being alone with the holidays you should be happy you alive <laughs> for real so when i get caught up in my feelings i just remind myself like bitch be grateful just express gratitude because that's what'll remind me and recenter me on my priorities and that you know i'm i'm just happy to be here yeah so what's your <laughs> dating life now compared to what it was pre-pandemic uh lonely (laughs) um it's just a lot of um interaction online a lot of chatting did you meet up with more people back then uh yeah oh yeah (laughs) 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 so it was just like the regular thing like i was just like cool i'm host so we say like um i don't know if straight people have these terms but on gay apps um it's one of the questions when we talk about like, you know, what are you into? What's your age? What do your when you ask for stats and people go down the list of like what they are, um, uh-huh. you then say, Oh, can you host or travel? And if I say I'm hosting, that means you can come to my place and we can hook oh. up. Travel means like I can't host and I'm but I'm willing to go meet you. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not in any straight thing. apps that I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so hosting and, and traveling or what app is that? uh any app that gays are on really <laughs> yeah the way that's fucking crazy yeah i mean the even lingo on started on, even on hinge the lingo started on grinder so like you'll even okay. see people like um <laughs> this is a tip for the gays if y'all are watching <laughs> but um if you are want to get more interactions um don't put a display name put hosting or just visiting because <laughs> these hoes out here are only here for a good time. And so if they see that on your What's um, just profile, just visiting, uh, like if you had just traveled to the area. Oh, okay, so okay, like okay. when I went up oh, to okay. SF Pride uh, two years ago, that's what I put as on my, on my profile, just visiting. And I got a whole weekend a dick. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. Subscribe to me if you want to know how to be a gay hoe. <laughs> that should be your first video on YouTube, how to be a gay hoe. Actually, you know what? That is a great idea. Like, not joking, because I think that 
especially for young gays, you can fall susceptible to a lot of bullshit. Right. right. And uh, while some of it may be a joke, I would love to promote that in healthy ways so, so that people learn to be active, but also be smart and protect themselves. So yeah. thank you for that idea. Love that. We a team. We a team. We are for real. Yeah, so my that would be pre pandemic. Um, I was still, I like I, my if you look at my profile right now on my apps, it says, um, just here for friends and casual fun. That term casual is so important because it lets your uh, whoever interacts with you know that okay, he's not open to dating, and I think transparency is so important, especially if because. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get into it a little bit, but right. I got into a situation where a guy led me on thinking that he wanted more, that there was intent to actually date. Um, but lo and behold, he just wanted to keep it casual. And, you know, so. So like, do you, because I know you as a very, obviously we know you for like, as being like a very sexual person. Mm. Um, like, do you, are you looking for a relationship now? Were you prior to this person, were you looking to be in a relationship? Not at no. all. Yeah. Not at all. And, but then you and met that doesn't someone mean, you really like. That's the thing. So while I say explicitly as a label, I'm not looking, does not mean that I'm not open. So should we just get into it? Yeah, let's get okay. into it. So let's story die. time yes. with HK. <laughs> Where um, my Cheetos at, man? <laughs> this was um, basically like <clears throat> the past two weeks. Um, I was on my app and actually... I w- I had not I had deleted my app um for uh about 3 months. Um I just wasn't feeling sexy and I had my priorities. I was like I'm in my last semester of school, about to graduate this semester, like want to stay focused. And then <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was just at a kickback with some homies and I got fucked up. When I got fucked up, I get horny as fuck. <laughs> As we all do, tequila and I was makes like, me I fucking I literally horny. just need to feel a dick inside of me. Like I was, so, that. I yeah. totally. And so I was like, you know what? <clears throat> got Relatable. Oh, redownload the app, got back on, and just started messaging motherfuckers. Like boom, 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 and you know, got a couple bites. Lo and behold, this was also at like three, four in the morning. So who the fuck is up? Other than <laughs> other people that are also fucked up. So didn't meet up with anybody. But the next morning or next afternoon, when I finally woke up. <laughs> I woke up to like, you know, a few messages and I'm going through replying saying, hey, what's up? And this one dude caught my eye. Totally not my type, by the way. Like when I showed him to my other friends, they were like, really, girl? Sometimes <laughs> it's OK to date outside your type. And that's the thing. Like you I should always I'm, try something. different. I still found something about him that I thought was cute. Hit him up. He was responsive very quickly and it got real cute right away and i was like oh i haven't had a cute conversation usually it's just strictly to the business of just like cool what are you looking for what are you into i'm into this this is like my you know that's that's usually how transactional my hookups are and how a lot of it is in the gay community it's just like you just let them know what what you want and then you get it yeah it's (sighs) very much so like that in the gay community and so with this guy like it was different because um he seemed very um earnest and very sweet in the beginning and when he complimented me it wasn't sexual it was like oh i like you know your eyes and shit like that ain't no motherfucker told me he liked my eyes in a minute okay and so like i had my guard up real quick i was like you like my what like don't try like that cute shit like don't try that sweet Uh shit right so like 
initially to me, sweet shit was like a red flag, but not because I don't like that, but because in this type of setting on an app that's built for sex and hookups, I was like, mm, you know, like, like what's your like, game? What's your game? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you, you are you, you're, you're a player. So right. you're charming, but you know, I'm lonely. I'm touch deprived. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, fine, whatever. So very quickly in like a day, we were just like, very flirtatious but in the sweetest way it, it hadn't been sexual at all and then so by day two he asked me for a number he's like hey do you want to get off this app and just start texting and i was like oh i thought you'd never ask and i was like "Ugh." now i remember I the asked. naive the naive me the naive bitch because i've been you know playing not playing but like you know being a bad bitch this whole time but it's easy to say you're a bad bitch when all you're focused on is just sex i forgot <laughs> that the, I can the be part of you. a soft yeah. bitch. <laughs> Every bad bitch is a soft bitch. Yeah, Let's right? be real. And I was like, yeah. oh, it was so easy for him to intercept and like hit me in like my soft spot, but he found a vulnerable part and it's all right. But um, yeah, day two, text me. Uh, I gave him his my number, started texting right away. And the whole night we were just chatting and it didn't get sexual. And I think that's what fucked me up. Oh, bitch. And I was like, yeah, oh, this yeah. When you shit. start having, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, girl. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that whole night we were just like talking about like our lives. And I was really impressed because I'll admit he is smarter than me. <laughs> and that's not the case ever. <laughs> and that's not to say that the men that I hook up with are dumb, but like usually, like I know I'm just, they're, they're, it, they're like, like intellect level, is not the surface level type conversations. Yeah. Or they're just not into, um, intellect. Like it's not part of their interests. Like yeah. I've hooked up with a lot of different guys with different interests and they're, they're not into that shit, but he's like studying or he's, um, oh, no. applying for like a master's program and like academia oh, is no. of interest. And catch. I like, totally fell for that. He's I felt cause that's important to me. I love education and like, like pushing for higher yeah right so i was like fuck that was a weak spot in my mind that i didn't see in hindsight i've seen now but like that's why you just don't get to know them <laughs> how did i but it's, it's hard when someone's being really charming and that's and, i was and charmed i was and, charmed and opening up to you like he was probably yeah. being like vulnerable with you a super, little bit yeah super. and then the cutesy shit on top of it i was like ugh. and then like literally within the first two days just like the ideas of what we could be. When my conscience said the word we, I was like, mm, I think this might be a problem, but I didn't care because I was just wrapped up in the moment and I felt like um, just so, it, I hadn't felt that in a long time. Right. You know, it wasn't even intimacy yet. It was just like that the cute, connection. like, like killig. I don't know if you know that yeah, word, yeah, but like, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, it feels so killig. Like, it's yeah. just like romantic. Yeah. It's like a Tagalog word for like feeling like romantic, like warm fuzzies, like butterflies. Yeah. I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, it definitely has been a long time. Pandemic's been fucking me up because for him to, ha to be able to do this in two days, like, yeah, that was very easy for him. So day three, we're already on the rhythm of like, good morning and good night texts, oh, oh, right? Okay. There was a span, I had class that day and there was a span of like four hours where I didn't respond to him. So then he like triple texted me back and he sent me like a sad face. I was like, why a long face? He was like, oh, I thought you ghosted. And I was like, mm -hmm. I would not do that. <laughs> but that's just kind of funny that you would say it like that. And it was just a mixed message uh -huh. because the message that that sends to me is like, oh, you're a little bit needy. I like neediness. What's his sign? <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't. Oh, I don't really fuck with like astrology. Yeah, when I didn't. I didn't no fuck with astrology. I don't, I don't. What's your sign? Because I fuck with astrology. <laughs> well, I was born May second, so that would make me a Taurus. Okay, I could see that. <laughs> I know one of those annoying bitches. <laughs> no, oh, it's just funny because totally it's literally what everybody says when I say that. That's yeah. my sign. They're like, "Oh, you so Taurus, Taurus are very charismatic, but they spicy too. You know." <laughs> And they're also like homebodies, but also like at the mm. same time, um, very outgoing. Like they're really oh. outgoing, but then there's like a big. I'm like a selective extrovert. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know at my core I'm an introvert, but I'm like selective extrovert. But yeah. Yeah. So day three, <laughs> like I, when I got that message, I thought it was, <laughs> I shouldn't have filed it under cuteness, but I, in the moment I thought it was cute. I was like, oh, he's like needy. And then we made a joke I about. I need to know his sign. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> we I'm made sorry. a joke about neediness. And um, he uh, was like, oh, so you're not needy. And I was like, I mean, I, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I was like, I actually am very needy, but I didn't want to show that to you right now. <laughs> yeah. And so it was a mixed message that, well, I didn't know at the time. It was after it's all said and done, I realized that was a mixed message because he was trying it in my mind. I, w I was like, oh, so you're telling me that you don't want to be ghosted. Oh, because the end of that conversation, he goes, it's fine if you did. A lot of people do. And I was like, oh, OK. Oh but that's like fishing for sympathy. Oh, so he's insecure. Right. OK. But who I isn't mean, right? But then that that was like kind of like insecure a, as far as like being in a relate like, OK. Yeah. So I was like, OK. Another red flag that happened is, oh, I skipped over a huge part. So I, day two, we, I was like helping him like do some stuff for um, school. Fuck, I really hope he doesn't really? watch this Really? On episode. the second day? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And um, <laughs> well, mostly because he was just, it was just something that he was doing and we were just chatting and I was like, what right. are you up to? And so by the end of it, um, you know, he finished what he needed to do and he was like, oh, thanks so much for staying up and talking me through it i was like yeah of course like i don't really think i did anything but you know whatever he's like oh here's a little thank you and then he sent me a jackoff video like i love that the second that happened i was an open hole <laughs> 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 like that's all it takes is like if you make the first move yeah. i will make the second third fourth the comes out to the 69th move she so releases of course, what did I do? Sent my video. And so we ended up sexting and, you know, um, doing the deed via digital video. And yeah. um, from there, it like, it just launched too fast. Just all these energies because I am an incredibly sexual person and I'm disgusting. And he matched my level of I'm gross nasty. yeah wow. and i was like oh damn you're just as disgusting as me and i'm like love that that shit is hard okay hard. like as like i'm not saying that the guys i hook up with are generally vanilla but like a lot of the guys because don't like eating the, ass and i'm like the thing is is like with just hookups like i don't know for me at least yeah. like i don't get just hella nasty with just a random hookup oh. when i like you and it's like a relationship or we like dating okay I'm real fucking nasty. Okay. I see. So you reserve it. Yeah. So maybe oh. that's why like with the past guys are just like, eh, cause it was just like a transactional maybe. thing. Yeah. So like, Hey, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to just eat your ass. Like, I don't know you, you oh. know? So maybe with him, I mean, there I was a connection. The <laughs> oh, but you nasty, nasty. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to be upfront with it. Cause you yeah. know, life is short. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Continue. he matched he matched my nasty and I was like, fuck. And he like would send me like I literally screenshot messages and send them to my friends. I was like, y'all, 
am I falling for this person? Like, uh, is he Filipino? Uh, no. And that's that's why my friends were like, "What? Like, what I'm not he? gonna say what he is because I just, it's just. Well, I'll show you, but I won't say it on right here. Okay. But I mean, he's Asian. I'll give that general. Yeah, yeah. But not the typical Asian because the typical Asian is literally a, a fuck boy, a Pinoy fuck boy from the Bay Area. Like, oh, that's trust literally me. Yeah. my. <laughs> Oh my god! Because that's, that's what I am, <laughs> and you are what you eat. <laughs> well, okay. my man's from the Bay Area, oh, but he ain't Filipino. <laughs> that's but, so um, funny. I feel like you know it's funny because I am like everyone's like, oh, you only like black guys, but like I also like I'm attracted to Filipinos mm. too, and I feel like we would have the same taste in Filipino men, probably. I'm going to show you. And there's some fuckboy Filipinos. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and they can do the bare fucking minimum. They could do the (laughs) least, like, take a shower and comb your hair. And I'll be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. There's some fine. Why are you so fine? Right. It's just dumb. But, um, I like the ones with swag and shit. You like like sneakers. If they know how to dress. They're on Fairfax. Most likely. Uh, Don't get me started. Like they're most likely on Fairfax (sighs) in line to get some new sneakers. (laughs) Like and just and then the, and then add toxicity on that. Yeah, I'm ready to get married. <laughs> Stupid, right? Oh. But that's how we connected. Is like he was like he would send me messages like saying like, not that he just wanted to eat my ass. He's like, I want to eat your ass until my jaw hurts. Like literally, my hole wow. was quivering, and like we just it just got nastier from there. And like the way that we you know talked about how like and we didn't even have sex yet you know what i mean like you guys but he was able no wow so yeah so that was going on and great rhythm so like by day three i'm like admittedly infatuated enamored because but not necessarily with him because i don't know him scary phase i know that i'm like getting anxiety because i know what that feeling is so but i was willing to go with it because well at this point i do know how to protect myself for the most part but you know, you can't completely guard yourself from overall disappointment. So day three, we're texting and, you know, getting ready for the week ahead and having good conversation, whatever, whatever. Um, And the topics that come about are like, you know, we, we know how each other jokes by now. um, And what would he bring up? Oh, so this wasn't a red flag at the time, but now while I'm trying to basically answer questions that I have, um i'm thinking it was but he told me that he's on prep amazing i love that yeah um and he was on his way to go get tested and he was like yeah i'm about to get my prep refill and about to get tested but then he goes but i'm not active i was like you don't have to lie to me and so that last part of saying you're not active i was like i i kind of wish that you didn't say that like i would have been more comfortable if you said you know that i'm yeah because i'm still out here hooking up with guys do you think that he was though maybe he was telling the truth i don't know but let me get to the end and okay, uh, okay, okay, it'll okay. kind of explain like yeah so like, should we believe him <laughs> <laughs> so i like I in the moment though i was kind of sus but like I, d- I did a lot of growing in this whole week that i was talking to him yeah. oh yeah it was only five days <laughs> spoiler alert but i'll get to that so when he brought that up, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you're on, on prep. That's, that's awesome. Um, like, I have friends that work in sexual health. You watch previous episodes. I bring this up all the time. Like, this should be something that's regulated, especially if you're out being sexually active. But in this conversation, I was like, you don't have to tell me 
but I didn't say that. I kind of just like sidestepped it because I didn't. Yeah. Wanna, I didn't want to sound like I was insecure, right. projecting my insecurities of like, okay, but are you still fucking? Because I have friends that when they're on prep, they're active, but when they're not active and they know they're not going to be sexually active for like a span of months, they will stop their prescription. And it's just, sure, he doesn't need to do that. Like, yeah, it's it's good to continue if you think that, oh, just a random hookup might just happen. Okay, I get that. But it was just- Maybe he was planning on hookup with you, no? I mean, that's what I thought, but, um, so yeah, it was just okay, like okay, another okay, thing okay, in my okay, head. Okay, and uh, <laughs> what else? Like, there weren't su- super red, red flags. Maybe like, what's a muted color of red? <laughs> like pink burgundy. or like burgundy. Yeah, they weren't like- crimson red flags but they were still enough that i i should have been more cautious or just ask more questions um because he was an open book from the jump and then started getting more distant towards the end so one of the last conversations that we had that of being vulnerable is we talked about like um our progress so if you've been watching the last few episodes with me and stuff um i've actually lost 15 pounds since the episode that we did um since the dicknick Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. And I've just been ha- going through crazy body issues and dysmorphia. Right. Like, it's just, we all are, right? It's, whether it's not in quarantine or pre-COVID, everybody has body issues if you subscribe to that type of culture, that toxic, you know, culture. Yeah. And beauty standards. Yeah. Toxic beauty standards. Yeah. And so he told me how, like, during quarantine, he went through a lot and he gained all this weight and he showed me a picture and I was like, bruh, your heavy is like, <laughs> I haven't been that weight in, in maybe two years. Wow. And then, so I was like, he was like, Oh, like show me a picture. He was, I was like, I will never share a picture of, of who I was, you know, literally just like eight months ago. Cause I was at my heaviest during COVID. Um, and this has been a, an ongoing problem with a lot of people. I yeah. think I've even gained a, gained a lot of weight. During I mean, this time too. It was I've been a, working out, but it's still like, I'm struggling with it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so we're all yeah. going through it. And so, um, but he was, re- he, he made it into like a safe space of like, well, you know, like you can share it with me. So then even though initially I said I was never going to share it, eventually I did. And I was like, you know what? I should be proud of myself. So I shared him uh, pictures of like one when I was really fit into 2018. And then when I was super at my heaviest eight months ago, in like spring or summer of you're COVID. also a dancer too so you're used to like moving around so much so yeah, obviously and I have COVID, it. you yeah. have it it's just yeah just inactive so by the way uh hk is an amazing <laughs> dancer we need uh, to do we need to do a tiktok video okay i'm down yeah i'm down anyways because um, <laughs> y'all need to see the swag when he dances Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um but I shared my picture of when I was really heavy and then I told him, I was like, actually admittedly. So we shared Instagram handles by on like the second day. Um, I had, I don't know if you saw it, but I posted like a body, body positivity post. I did. Yeah. I loved yeah, it. And, yeah. and it was like, I'm the caption was like, I'm sick of hating my body. Um, and that was actually, um, I didn't want it to be a progress pick, but nobody has seen the pick of when I was really heavy. So that's kind of why I was like, I know I'm not where I'm at, but I'm definitely confident in posting this because I'm not as heavy as I was last summer. 
Um, yeah. So there was progress in there, but I didn't make it a, about progress. But you're just like owning what your body is now and learning yeah. to love that, and that's important. I think it shouldn't always be about the progress; it should be about where you are right now. And yes, love yourself in the moment because right. that's where you're at. You can only love yourself in the present. So yeah. Uh, but I, I actually before I gave him my Instagram handle, I archived the post so that you couldn't see it on my grid on my p- Instagram page. Yeah. And so I admitted to him, I was like, actually, I made this body positivity post, but I archived it before I gave you my handle, he's like, oh my God, why would you do that? And I was like, I swear I wasn't trying to catfish you, but you know, I just felt sub- subcon- uh, self-conscious and he was like, oh my gosh, like, no, like I wouldn't judge you. So then I put it back up and then I showed him the video and he was super supportive and, um, you know, really great about it. He's like, oh, I believe in you. You could do it. He's like, you should try this, try that. Cause he's super into like fitness and nutrition and stuff like that. Um, but you know, it's a huge insecurity of mine, of all of ours, if we're yeah. not where we're at with our body image. Oh, me every and day. And so day four, <laughs> he was extremely busy. And um, I woke up, I usually end up waking up to like a good morning text. I like how I say usually when this is only five days, but you know, <laughs> but there, no, whole there was a dynamic, be, yes. a rhythm that yes. ended up happening within those that no, short span. It, it felt like forever. Once mm-hmm. you feel really connected to someone, you feel like you've known them forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, the fifth day I woke up, um, to no message and it's because usually he wakes up a lot earlier than me, but he'll still send me a morning message knowing that I'll text him a few hours, a couple hours later. So I was like, okay. And then I just text him. I was like, hey, hope you're doing great. And then he didn't text me for like another four hours saying that he had like a crazy busy day, feeling overwhelmed. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, and and that's also a cue for me. Like maybe this is part of like learning to be more better with communication. Maybe he wanted me be, to be needy in that moment. But what I would take that is, is you need space because you got priorities. You're overwhelmed. I'm a right. step back. Right. That's how I would have done, done the same as thing. As an adult- that's how I interpret that because maturely I'm not trying to uh, distract. And I mentioned that like, I think on day two when he, we're talking about school and everything, right. I was like, you're going to be on this huge mission. I don't want to distract you. So I sent him a, like well wishes. I said, get, get what you need to get done. You know, you're doing great. Um, and hit me up later, you know? Right. So he didn't text me and then usually goes to sleep around a particular time because I know he has to wake up early. Didn't text me goodnight. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just say goodnight. And, you know, so then day five. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. No message at all, but, you know, he was active on Instagram. So I was like... (sighs) Okay. I hate that. But the thing is like his 
his page is kind of like it ties in with his hobby. I'm trying to like not be. I'm trying yeah. not to expose who this person is, but right. he has like a, a page that's like a interest page. So it's not much of a personal blog like our Instagrams. Right. Um. I so his daily activity is kind of just routine, like almost like a job. Even though he doesn't make money off of his page, it's just. So that's why I didn't take it Expose as like, <laughs> so that's why I didn't take it as like, oh, he's on social media and he doesn't have time to text me. I was like, no, that's a regular thing he does every, every morning. Right, right. So but still just like, no, sorry. but you're on your phone, right? You saw my right. message. So, yeah. um, day five, I was really tough because I was just like, all that energy was just stripped away, but I had, I was still trying to be respectful. I was like, okay, this just. This is me taking it as you have your priorities, you have your boundaries, I right. must respect it. So by the end of day five, I'm upset and but not trying to be. So I'm literally fighting myself. It's mental gymnastics. No, yeah, that's no, that's I, I, I feel you <laughs> on that because I think at all, at one point all of us have felt that, especially mm. in this beginning stage of getting to know someone, you don't really know what their motive is Bruh. or how if they're going to like you or continue to like you the next uh, day, it's yeah. just, it's scary. Yeah. So I get that. So I was like, you know, we reached a level of intimacy that I haven't, I haven't and experienced and that I realized I missed. And I was like, fuck. So I was like, now I realize I got caught up and I was like, but I, I, you know, it was still fresh. And I was like, I don't want to jump to conclusions, which is also something I'm really good at. Um, and just, uh, you know, move on to the next or whatever. Right. So then day six, I went to dinner with some friends um, and I just, you know, it was on the front of my mind. It's been on the front of my mind for the, these last two days of no contact. And I told them what was going on and everybody had their different opinions. There was like, girl, you know, you know, you have to assume that he's messaging other people and that he's talking to other people or whatever and all this other stuff and shit that I coached my friends on. <laughs> like it, it I'm always weird. able to be everybody's cheerleader, but when it comes to me taking my own advice, just goes over my fucking head, right? right? So, like, I coached my whole friends group. That's on why how friends to, are important because right? when you're in the moment and you're also in your little fucking head, yeah. your friends often be like, hey, you know this already, but come back down. Yes. yes. Like, I've coached my whole friend circle on how to be bad bitches. And I, <laughs> you know, I needed that because I let myself falter. And not to say that you shouldn't be vulnerable. Like, yeah, in the right scenario, be vulnerable. Or sometimes you just got to take a risk. And I think that's what I did here. Yeah. But, um, and you haven't taken a risk in a while. So yeah. might as well. And so they kind of brought me down to reality. They're like, you know, you don't want to assume too much, but also sometimes like m one of the friends, he said, okay, I'll admit that I sometimes do that. I, I ghost people. I was like, okay, but what can you tell me more about? He's like, honestly, it's just because I want to keep my options open. I was like, okay, great. Can you just fucking tell people though? And he's like, I, you know, like I hate mm. when people like it's one thing to ghost after like a first date, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But like when you've had vulnerable conversations and created a routine, led me then, on and then fall off. I feel like like can you say that I was led on? I feel like on. I was led on. You right? were led on. Right. I'm so sorry. And it's 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 just it's also because of the mixed messaging. So now that we're at the conclusion, I'm I like hate dating. I just wish and I posted it, I don't know if you saw, but I posted it on my close friends, but I deleted it. But I was like if you just want to fuck, just say that. Just tell me that. Don't go through this cute cupcake and ass stage because I'm going to get caught up. 
You know, like right. I, I am. That's how I know you're from the Bay because you say cupcake in. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I, I just found that out, and my boyfriend's from the Bay, and he talks about getting, you know, like, oh, oh yeah, shit, cupcake in. I didn't know that was a Bay yeah, thing. It's a Bay thing. That's, okay, yeah, that's not an LA thing. That's a Bay thing. <laughs> but yeah, comment below if you're from LA and have heard about cupcake. Yeah, in. let us know if you or say if cupcake. Yeah, or let what, us what know. was what would you say if you don't say cupcaking? Um, I don't know. I'd be like, look at that bitch. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's just a term. <laughs> uh, cupcaking is a term for like being really cutesy with somebody and being yeah. like romantic and flirtatious, but in like a um, non-sexual way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, you didn't have to go. Like, we didn't have to go through this whole charade of cupcaking. How old was he for you to not? Um, Twenty-seven. Oh, there you go. Which That's is why five years older than my average. <laughs> Wait. You should go for like early 20s. It's okay. It's not on purpose. I don't look for them to be younger. They just end up being younger. <laughs> okay. I fall for baby faces. Yeah. And but I also think because you are like, you know, like hook, just hooking up. Mm. And I feel like that's usually the, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. The, the age when they're hoes. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's something in, in the gay community or not. Oh, well, no, I, I have know. a wide range of, okay. I, I would hook up. From twenty, actually, all all dudes 40. are hoes. Let's be honest. Yeah, no matter what, all, age, if you all, got a dick, you all. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all are hoes. But, no matter um, what age. <laughs> yeah. So my friends were just trying to like be supportive, and I appreciate them. They did ground me, and they were just telling me like, you know, if anything, like they were literally just re regurgitating the advice that I give them, and I was like, yeah. I need to just record myself for myself. But basically, saying like, well, if it's <laughs> it, uh, one of my favorite sayings that I tell myself and my friends is it is what it is and it isn't what it isn't and right now it isn't so it's and it's easier said than done right it's it's a, it's a hard uh pill to swallow but i was like if this is all it is then i can't do anything about it whatever he's doing because that's the thing then i would go back and check um and he was still active and doing his business so i'm like okay you're fine you're not going through anything. I like to catastrophize things right. and make like think of the worst case scenario. Like, oh, maybe he got really caught up or had a family emergency. No, he's no. doing exactly he what the fuck he wants to do. If they wanted to talk to you, they'll talk to Correct. you. So I've learned that. Yeah. So now day seven, finally a full week. Um, I was like, I don't want to hold anger. I'm sad. I'm d mad, a little mad and disappointed, but. I also want to change and I'm sick of being angry. I'm sick of being petty. I'm sick of being argumentative. Like that part of being a bad bitch, I'm done with that shit. Like, cause all I really want to fucking be is happy. Okay. I love that. And to be happy, you can't ho uh, hold on to anger and, and all that shit. You can be sad. Sad is something that just, you need to process that. And sure, a little bit of anger too, but staying angry, that's something that I was taught. It's yeah. like being spiteful and being sour and all that shit is like being vengeful and like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, blacklist him to all the other gays in his area. Like, I don't need to do that. And that's more energy that I don't need to waste. Yeah. So I was like, I just need to be grateful. Um, do you think that it reminded you you know, that like, because you've been doing this bad bitch routine for a while, that it was like a moment that just reminded you like, oh shit, no, like that heart is like still there. And maybe you do want something. Totally. It totally grounded me in the sense that like, okay, no, you, you still value vulnerability. Um, yeah. And I do. I brought that up in previous episodes too, that like, but I just, I save it, you know, it's on right. reserve. 
Yeah, um, which and, makes sense. And I also, uh, honestly, I don't regret that I opened that much up to him because I needed to go through this. Did you go through like a like a really big heartbreak in your past that was like maybe of several? Toxic? Okay, and and because did, it was did, toxic, did, did you get your heart broken or did you? Um. Oh, both. Yeah. Both. Um. I mean, I'm just thinking of when I got I'm my heart broken. I'm just trying to dive into your trauma. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So like, um, and most of it was um, just being naive um, and the lack of experience. Um, yeah. Because now specifically to being a gay man, um, I talk about this with my other gay friends. We feel kind of gypped because a lot of the growing that you guys did in your teenage years, um, dating, those are pivotal um, formative years of your youth that we didn't have. At least my generation didn't. I'm 32, okay? I'm literally <laughs> double the age of some of these people on TikTok. And it's amazing because I'm I'm loving to see now that 16-year-olds are are in safe areas um, being able to be open with their with their sexuality. That's a beautiful thing. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, but also I know homophobia definitely still exists and there are a lot of people that deal with closeted but issues. But it was definitely like, you know... It- yeah, so was, I missed out on those formative yeah. years of dating that would have helped me understand that I can't put all my eggs in the basket with meeting someone new. Clearly, I'm still learning that, you know, but right. like that makes sense. Learning That's, how to be vulnerable, when to be vulnerable, when it's appropriate. Because like, when did you come out? Um, uh, t- nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, but even then, did you date I didn't before? know how to date. Yeah. No, I was a virgin um, until twenty one. Oh. All went downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very yeah. like um, I was totally like a straight edge, like a square up until that up until 21. Wow. Yeah. Like you didn't even drink or do drugs or anything. Um, I started drinking early, but <laughs> Did I didn't do, do drugs. drugs. <laughs> um, and that was just because of like not I was, like, like drug drugs and like my community because of like I was like on dance team. So it was a very social environment. Right. Um, but I wasn't a heavy drinker until 20. I was like 21 is when I started having sex and like partying hard. Like oh, yeah, I did have uh, moments in my teenage years after 16 uh, to 21 where I would drink, but it wasn't as bad as like when I hit 21 and I was like, oh, okay, let me ruin my own life. So, right. But as far as relationships, yeah, I didn't, I'm still obviously exploring that. And, and maybe it's not because of my experience, um, or sorry, it is because of my personal experience, but I'm saying for others, if you can relate, you may not have the same experience as me, but you may relate to some of these principles. So, um, to sum up, sorry, now I want, I'm trying to get to the end, but the last day, um, when I, I, f- I was like debating, I was like, Oh, how do I end the situation? Cause sometimes we don't have the privilege of getting closure. I'm starting oh. to realize that closure is a privilege. It is a privilege. Um, and you either have to facilitate it for yourself or you just accept that you're never going to get it from yeah. someone. And it's, so, yeah. It's one of those things that after a while you kind of realize that like, um, not everyone, yeah, not everyone's going to get that to you yeah. and you have to find a way to do it. even, or even when you, you do get closure, it doesn't always mean <laughs> like you're you're closed down you're done you know what right. I mean? like sometimes that could like renew something or sometimes i can linger something on mm-hmm. i think sometimes depending on the situation having no closure might be okay yeah um to, actually i don't know because i hate people ghost and all that stuff yeah. actually I don't, closure so i had important. to accept i was like <laughs> if this is gonna be it i want to be productive like i consciously had to tell myself and decide i don't want to be petty i don't want to be angry i want to you know go about this the healthiest way and so that's when I turned to gratitude Mm -hmm. I was like I'm just gonna wish him well and so 
I, you know, the Aww. old petty bad bitch was like, don't text him, blacklist him, block him, la 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 la. So what I did is I decided to text him very short and I said, hey, I know you're busy. Just wanted to say, um, I hope you're taking care of yourself and have a great week ahead. Of course, trying to prepare myself to if he responds. But at that point, I was finally accepting the end that I was like, I, I kind of hope he doesn't text me back. Right. You, know? you just want that to be like, have a good life. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> so then the um, that night, um, <laughs> I like it took a lot of strength to do that. And so I hit up my homies and like uh, me and my close friend circle, we like get on Zoom and kind of like have like a group therapy session and so I told them all about it and then like we drink over zoom and I was like getting drunk and in my drunkenness I was like you know what I feel good I'm moving on you know I wish him well good riddance well not even riddance because even that sounds spiteful right I was like go, do what do you you're doing you you're doing great I need to do great I need to do me so then I got back on my app <laughs> oh shit okay so that's the other thing too that it's kind of unspoken or he doesn't know this but I didn't go back on my app and it wasn't like I was consciously telling myself, like, don't go back on it um, because you're, you're talking busy, to him. You're busy getting to know him. But you I was interested and I, I had that intent. And that's like, I'm a loyal motherfucker. Like, I, right. I, I focus on one person at one time. I, yeah. So I um, yeah. went back on my app and in the app that I'm talking about, if you go into your inbox of messages, who you recently talked to it shows their like activity status Oof. by indicating like a colored dot. Yeah. So if you haven't been active in several days, the dot is gray, meaning that person hasn't logged on in a while. If you're um, active in the past day, but not online at the moment, it turns yellow. And if they're active in right now, it uh, is green. So when I logged on, you know, the last message was him and I saw that it was gray and I was like oh, okay like that okay oddly was like and I was like I shouldn't try to find security from right, this right, right? Right, right but since I was you know this is after the fact and I decided to log back on I started messaging dudes and I was like okay like you know whatever so then now the eighth day um I got notifications because I so got, he never texted you back from that one text no no text back motherfucker People and so fucking rude but you know what it i was like sorry this was ideal now because yeah. i was like now i'm accepting the fact that i want to move on you're like that was the that was the final like okay wow so you're yeah. really not texting it would have kind of taken me a lot more yeah. energy to try to go back you know without trying to be angry right. and like listen yeah. to his reasoning I know, but sorry, i just feel for you no that's okay i appreciate it <laughs> but the next day after messaging guys at night i got notifications that i got replies so i went back in and of course at the top are the new messages, but he was still in my yeah, queue there. Yeah. and his dot was now yellow and his profile picture was new. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do my best to not tell you to fuck off. But honestly, you can fuck off <laughs> because yeah. that tells me that you have moved on. And, and you don't give a fuck. And you and don't you, give a fuck. You just have no respect. Like you, you're doing you. That's great. If anything, and that shows character or that people are just so, if anything that to me, that shows that this person's insecure mm -hmm. because they're not like secure enough to be like, hey, 
this is how I feel. Let me move on. It's like, if anything, they're a fucking coward, scared to own up to their truth and let a person know and have the decency to let somebody know like, hey, I'm done. So to me, if someone ghosts you like that, mm. insecure. Insecure. That's your absolutely correct. He doesn't correct. know how to communicate how he, how he feels because he's insecure about himself. Absolutely correct. And and that's this is now, in the retrospect, and I appreciate it, <laughs> in retrospect now, then I started analyzing all our conversations and I was like, this all makes perfect sense. He loved to um, self-deprecate. That's actually yes. really unattractive and he, to me. And the, the, why, the reason why he was so charming is because he liked the attention. He mm-hmm. liked charming you. Mm-hmm. It made him feel good. It made him feel wanted. It made him feel needed. You yeah. know why? Because he's fucking insecure. Yeah, super insecure. And like <sighs> to me, self-deprecating <sighs> comments, meaning like people that like say like, oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm not talented. Oh, I'm this. To me, that's super fu- unattractive because you're just throwing your insecurity at me. And I know we all have insecurities. But we can be healthy about them. Right. And it's also fishing for compliments because then what would I do? I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, no, yeah, you're beautiful. gorgeous. Oh, my God, no, you're so handsome, blah, 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 blah. Like they want and it's like, it's validation. not that I wasn't. Yeah, it's not that I didn't mean those things, but it's unnecessary because you should already know that I think that about you. Otherwise, I wouldn't right. fucking talk to you. ass. Exactly. So he anyway, wanted that validation. Yeah. And I was like, so you just liked the chase. You just liked this energy and you just liked me stroking your motherfucking ego. Um, and it just all started making sense when I started looking and once they get back. that and they're like, all right, on to the yeah. next. And then I was like, so I kind of had to go through like the stages of He's grief. Probably a Scorpio or a Gemini. We need okay. to figure out his birthday. Let's figure it out. I know you don't give a fuck. I don't know how I'm, we're going to do I'm that. I'm dying. Like I need to. Give you don't have his, any mutuals. I'll show. I'll bitch, send you his, I'll, I'll send you I'll his Give me handle. his first and yeah, last name and I look. will find <laughs> it out. But it will tell me when you find out. Yeah, I'm I'll curious. find out his birth certificate. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> don't even get me started. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to like uh, invade no, privacy. No, I need to know. Like I'm dying inside that <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. He's definitely a Scorpio, a Scorpio or Gemini. Okay. Like I'm not. I'm dead at, or, an, or an Aquarius because Aquarius men could be fucking bored easily too. Oh, okay. I'm an Aquarius woman, but mm-hmm. I'm great. But like Aquarius men, Aquarius men suck. Oh, shit. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> in like, I just had to go through the stages of grief and I think I'm finally towards the end of where it's like acceptance is the last one. But I, you know, I went through anger. I went through denial. The worst part about it was like, not allowing myself to feel because I started judging myself. I was like, bitch, it's only been five days. How dare you get caught up? How dare you feel this? And I was like, wow, when am I so mean to myself? Like, what's there to be uh, embarrassed about? Because this is my own experience, you know? And even my friends were like, no, we understand, girl. Like, be kind to yourself. When you you really, because especially when it's been so long since you've connected with someone like that, yeah, you really hold on to that because you're like, this is rare. Yeah. You know, so even if it's just a day or five days. I had to admit, like, yeah, yeah, I did fall hard or like, you know, in like with this person, with the idea of him. Yeah. The (laughs) idea of him and all these things and all this stuff. And frankly, (laughs) let this be, if you identify with this story, let this be proof that all those things can end up not mattering. You know, like I, I, I try my best to not be super superficial about looks and all those other things. But even the qualities that I was looking to, which is like matching my intellect, having values, like being disciplined and and like loving your work and stuff like that. He checked those off and still ended up being a motherfucking fuck boy from the Bay. So was he from the Bay? mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. We'll get into that. But I mean, off (laughs) when I send you his handle. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I'm now in the process of, of being kind and, and not being bitter. Cause like, yeah, I don't know if you got the impression from 
this episode, but I'm doing my best to not say fuck off and and hope the best for him because yeah. I still have exes that I think because he's probably has his own set of trauma that he's dealing with. So obviously this is an outcome of the shit that he's dealing with. So, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it was definitely just the, the stepping stone to like hopefully getting to a place that he wants to be, yeah. which is hopefully and, not a dick. And I'm looking at it as like, you know, whatever he's doing is no longer my business. I don't need to focus and wonder. Cause that's the thing too. I would yeah. like try I'm to the same way. fill the gaps and be like, why did he not message me? Maybe something's going on or what did I do? Like, did he dig right. up dirt on me? And I was like, first of all, anything from my past is none of his fucking business. And I'm a good person. I haven't, yeah. you know, like done You're people amazing. that dirty. So like, it was just, it, it just been, I've been trying to like say all these weird things in my head and I'm like, chill, bro. Like, it's not that deep. Maybe he thought that, um, me not responding to him in a day was a sign that he, you know, he, I wasn't providing the neediness that he wanted or something. Even it's that, not your fault. That's not your fault. And it's not my duty. It's not like at this duty. point, it's none of my business. I just need to move on and I can be grateful. And I'm looking at it. Eventually you responded. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm looking at it as if ugh. it took me five days to fall that hard, it should just take me another five days to get the fuck over it. Currently I'm on day four okay. and I actually feel fuck. I'm definitely it usually great. takes half about a time you're with someone to get over that. Oh, okay. So, well, I definitely feel better than I was <laughs> three days ago when yeah. I was still just wondering about it. Like I was able to wake up today and just get my shit done and no longer think. Also, we about. did the pot at a perfect time where it's fresh, but healed ish. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm letting these scars heal and I'm going to practice as much gratitude as I can wish him. Well, Oh, one of the last things I did. So he didn't block me or unfollow me on Instagram. And he watched my story yesterday. Oh, that's confusing. So I was I like, I hate when social media gets tied. That's the thing. This. If you're one of those people Stop checking who's watching your motherfucking story. I don't, don't do it. I don't, even look, I don't anymore. look anymore, right? But I did in this scenario because I was like, I'm just curious. And then when he saw it, I was like, hmm, what? You know? Yeah. And uh, so what I did is I'm, I don't want to be petty to the point where I need to block him. Which, by the way, if you end up blocking somebody, if, if you are the person that's intense and you need to block somebody, don't be ashamed. Because I have friends that are like, Ugh, I don't want to like block him because I don't want to be that person. I'm like, no. I only time I block care. Only time like, I block is when I lurk their Instagram story, and then I block them so they don't see that I looked at their Instagram story. Oh, okay. It's the only time I block. Otherwise, well, I'm like, yeah, look at this shit. Yeah, and okay. I want to look at your shit. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, there's like a stigma against like blocking people because people don't want to put out the image that they are petty. And I'm like, it's not petty. It's self care. Putting up your boundaries is so fucking important. And I think sometimes we lean on certain but I boundaries. Think sometimes, wait, we, sometimes people are really dramatic about it. Like I had a friend who dubbed me and she just blocked me on everything. And I thought mm. that was a little dramatic. Oh. I'm not going to get into oh, that. Oh, no, no. Not, like I, <laughs> right. But I mean like, so her, her, but her current friends now, like I feel like if they're going to judge her, they're not her real friends. Right. But like her supportive friends would be like, if that's something that you needed to do, right. then do it. So it, I understand out of sight, out of mind is important when you're trying to heal. So I... I wasn't that deep that I needed to block him. I don't need to block him. But knowing that he still followed me and was watching my shit, now finally you can remove followers instead of having to block somebody. So I went into oh. my friends list. I removed him from, from following me. Oh, and then shit. I unfollowed him. Um, you could do that? And he has so many followers. I don't even know if he noticed. But How many <laughs> followers does he have? Um, a few. I don't K. know why I've noticed. <laughs> I'll show you later. Okay, you okay. Later. And you'll see his page is like an interest page. It's very focused on like a niche type of 
anyway. I'm like, so I want to know more about it. I, um, it, it was empowering because I knew that like, even if he um, doesn't notice at some point, if he ever does get curious or try to find me again, he's going to see that one, I didn't block him, but two, it'll show a blue follow button because it doesn't follow, right. he doesn't follow me anymore. Yeah. And th- for whatever reason, that just made me, brought security to my mind because it made me feel like I'm not being petty, but also I'm setting a boundary and I'm letting you be known, letting it be known. We don't need to follow each other. Yeah, it's we don't need fine. to follow each other that I, I'm I'm done with this situation because you couldn't man the fuck up and let me the fuck know what's going yep. on. So whatever you're thinking and feeling is no longer my business no more. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I think this is like unleashed <laughs> a, a part of you that maybe you just haven't. Because I know I, I've been in situations. I've also never been this vulnerable about my personal situation on the pod. No, so I love thank it. you for giving me this space. This is what vocal <laughs> therapy is for. Yes. And I always, this is my trick with people that come on the show. Mm. I start, I start light, lighthearted and superficial and funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then I'm like, all right. Let's get the dick Let's let's get because that's how I start. I feel like at first it was kind of just like very like surface level, like why do you like me or like true, sex, true, sex, true. sex. And then as time goes on, you really get to know a person, and that's what I want to do with every single person that comes on the show. Yeah, is that not only are they getting to know me, I want them to really get to know you, and mm. I think that like you have such a huge heart and mm. have really are just the way you articulate mm. everything to sucking dick and to your experience and even storytelling is like is great and it's entertaining oh, and a lot of people you. can relate and i love that so thank you i appreciate that also you're filipino <laughs> 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 and i love that <laughs> i uh lo- I, I mean i love this type of connection like i'm that person that like loves deep talks oh me too and long talks and talking about life and all that shit like it's it's something that i value because i love connecting with people on a deep level i want to um, know about everyone's trauma you know, I mean, and also the thing about dating is what I find so incredible is that how every single person's dating life is, is a, such a reflection on their trauma. Oh, totally. Know? We're so all projecting so, our trauma. We're all project, projecting our trauma when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we could talk about boys and sex and stuff, but like, why do we go to these routines? Where mm-hmm. is this stem from? Like, mm-hmm. this is therapy. Yes, it is. Why I do what I do. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I also have another question because um, I know we're running out of time, but I don't care. I want to ask this question. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's really known like in the gay community, you know, how sexually active everyone is and just how you're saying it's like sex is so transactional, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's so much more common in the gay community, especially in male gay community Mm -hmm. than it is in like a heterosexual, you know, dating world. At least to detach relationship. And I have a lot of friends who are gay who are you know, super romantic and want love and want a relationship and find it like, find it very difficult to find love in this community because it is very sex driven. Yeah. Like, do you think that you, a part of like why you became such a bad bitch is because of this wall that you put up because of the, the community that is, you know? So yes. And there's so many layers um, and I won't try to cover all of them, but yeah. what I can say is that, if you are a queer person, you already have so much trauma unrelated to romance and unrelated to dating that you are still processing and still will need to be healing from before you can even, and it's, it's, it's uncontrollable, but of course it's going to come out 
when you're dating and when you're talking to people. So that right there, the whole queer community is just <laughs> hurt. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we can be very dramatic and, and get to extremes. Um, and that's why, that's why I don't want to be petty with, with this guy that I just ended up talking to. Cause maybe he went through a trauma where that's why it's difficult for him to like, he likes he to connect. Love. Obviously yeah. he clearly wants likes love. to connect, but yes. also finds it difficult to be that brutally honest or when he needs to be responsible with someone else's feelings, still can't do that. Um, immature so and even you like calling me a bad bitch while i appreciate that i realize part of that is just also being a closed off bitch because it's easier to be tough when you are not letting yourself be vulnerable yeah right so like when you have walls up it's like oh nobody can get to me it's like yeah because you're not letting anybody in but like a real bad bitch is like you can let someone in and then recover so it's a lot but yeah, so with, with gay people or queer people, we're all healing and we're also having to deal with inexperience. So while we have these ideals, and a lot of them are heteronormative ideas, so they don't make sense to us. Like it doesn't make sense for a gay person to try to go after the regular cookie cutter suburban marriage and have kids because that's not what we go through. We right. can imitate that and sometimes that makes people happy, but at the end you just have to be true to yourself what do you really want and you can totally have a family but not have to try to go by that those binary standards right. um so yeah it's a lot to deal with and all i can say is just be kind to yourself first and then be kind to everybody else that you encounter because we're all going through shit yeah um i love that you brought up the fact that like just even being queer and gay in general, there's a lot of trauma that goes behind that. Cause I didn't even mm -hmm. take that into consideration when it comes to dating. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, even for me, like just how like you're saying, like you have this bad bitch persona to kind of, to kind of have that, you know, guard yeah. up. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. even as a woman, a straight woman, like I, of course have had my fucking hoe phase and everyone knows I failed at my hoe phase. <laughs> I, was like, I always get feelings and shit. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't good at it. But like I, you know, had to put up this bad bitch wall to have that kind of protection. Yeah. And I can't even imagine now it just being like, if I was, you know, a gay man, like I, I would definitely feel like that wall would even be more built up because of that extra trauma on top of it. Totally. You know, and I'm not saying that, um, heterosexual cisgender people don't have trauma of course you yeah do. we just have a different set of trauma but it's like yeah but when yeah. it comes to like casual things I yeah. think a lot of my straight friends think like oh we have this if we're talking about casual dating we kind of are starting at the same level it's like nah sis you definitely were able to right um, go through things without dealing with some things that I had to just to get to the same this well, what same you, level well what you went through with this person mm -hmm. Um, how they led you on and charmed you. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's actually so much is a, is very common in this straight community. Okay. Because, you know, I feel like, you know, how you were, you're saying, like, you guys are very transactional with sex. I feel like with women, we kind of view sex a little differently. I mean, okay. some are very, could be very transactional, but a lot I would say is very similar to me where it's like, no, I want to get to know you and feel comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. and feel like I have to like you. Like there's so many layers that go into be like, would I fuck you? Yeah. You know? So like a guy has to kind of charm and do a little bit of the extra mile, Okay, you know, to do it. So I feel like the way that he was with you is like very, I mean, I've been through that way too many goddamn times. Okay. 
at points where I kind of want someone to just be straight up and be like, do you want sex or not? I you think know? that's what it was. And I'm actually really glad that you said that to me because like not like to tr just trauma bond but uh, now <laughs> I, I understand mean, okay so he wasn't just out to get just me you know like right. if this is a common thing then like okay men need to grow the fuck up <laughs> or like right. or if you're this type of person sorry not to just single out men but if you're the type of person that ghosts with lack of communication do it too. and leading people on like if you're that trash ass motherfucker like please heal because you're just letting us know that you aren't you're immature you're you're still growing up right and you don't respect yourself because how can you respect someone else if you don't respect yourself first how can you love someone else if you don't love yourself first so exactly i hope you heal i had a girlfriend who told me that she ghosts like every dude and i was <sighs> like why you know and she's just like oh like he just really likes me and i just i feel like the only thing i could do is just let him just like not respond to anything. I was like, oh actually, gosh. the best thing you can do is let them know because the sooner you let them know, the sooner they'll move on. Yeah. And it won't be as traumatizing for that person. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time I got ghosted, I my like feelings linger for them longer because yeah. I'm like still processing like, why are they not texting me back? It's like, yeah. it's making the situation harder. So like, if you're a person who just does, is not interested in another person, have the decency to not ghost and let someone know because it will be better for them in the long run. Yes, yes. And it sucks because your, your friend, sis, I hope she, I hope you I, I Once I broke it down for her, she's like, oh my God, you're <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Cause then you're just projecting <laughs> yeah. your, your pain and trauma and everybody can see that you yeah. haven't gotten over a certain thing. That's why you do that to people. I also but. asked if she had abandonment issues and she's like, yeah, I was abandoned by mm, my father. I was like, okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, so too. she only yeah, knows that that's a thing. She only knows to abandon versus being like, and I don't, this is, you know, I feel for her. That's obviously it's very yeah. difficult, but she only knows to leave rather than to communicate. Yeah. So that's why she does what she does. Yeah. I, could, I totally get that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just glad. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> right? We can keep going. We can make this a three-parter. But I, I am glad that I was able to end it in gratitude because that's honestly the first time I ever did um, with someone that I connected with, at least to this point, um, whether it's in dating or relationships or like this clearly is not a relationship, but to this level of talking is still significant to me. Like I won't forget oh, this situation. Right. Um, but usually if it ends sourly, I go the pity route or the petty route and I like blacklist them and I talk shit about them. And I say, fuck him. La, 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 la. He's trash. And I'll admit that I did have those feelings initially, but now I want to, be at peace. I don't want to hold that right. shit no more. I just that's want to be too happy. much energy. It's extra energy to exactly. something that's not even worth it. Yeah. So I'm glad you know? that my last message to him was Beautiful. one of warmth because, you know, I mean, he, maybe he does hate me out for whatever reason. I literally don't know, but at least I can say I, on my part, I left with, um, uh, kindness. Oh, I love that. So. I love that we were supposed to talk about dating a pandemic and then it just got into what should I name this episode? <laughs> um I can't use fill me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but can't you fill yourself up with good energy and gratitude? No. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how that will work. I don't know what to name this episode. We'll think about it. I we'll, try to we'll go brainstorm. one way and it just went to like ghosting. Maybe I'll just I don't know. Yeah. I'll figure it out when I listen yeah. back to it. Ghost ghosting. They're probably gonna be confused because they'll be like, or oh, I thought gratitude. Or no, something. maybe like getting ghosted in a pandemic i don't know 
I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Uh, oh, I love you. Do you want to plug yourself? You. Uh, with a butt plug? Absolutely. Please. <laughs> we got to always circle it back to ass. That's the way we do it. I think I am going to come <laughs> in the future to another episode and not tell you that I have a butt plug in until like halfway through. Oh my God. <laughs> Please. I want you to surprise me. Yeah. And next time we'll I'll surprise you with the remote. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. That'll be literally the closest to. that we if will ever would, get to having sex. If you would let me, <laughs> I would love to. Oh my God. How about I wear one too and you have a remote and oh, we just <laughs> collab? We just do. Wait. I'm down. I'm fucking really down. I'm fucking down. <laughs> that would be the closest thing to ever having, having sex. Having sex. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I'm actually going to purchase one since my fucking vibrator Perfect. died. Let's go shopping. We go shopping. And you know what's great is like, I'm going to start recording in my house, in oh, my yeah, apartment yeah. again. So, like, you know, we, we go be extra wild. <laughs> I'm going to be moaning. Okay. <laughs> And we go, I'm gonna give we you should, my best performance. We should get drink hella tequila. Like we'll just drink at drunk and just like Fuck have me up. <laughs> and oh just have God. a vibrator. Steph's just, gonna literally end up like shoving her fist in me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want that to happen. <laughs> this is gonna be a very like some lesbian shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm excited for that now <laughs> I, I love that we just I always we have to commit now we just yeah, led them on we just like basically put out a trailer for an upcoming episode I know. so comment below if you guys want us to do that where we each have a vibrating whatever yeah. and then we just make each other <laughs> but, we but i feel like while we do it we have to talk about something that's like deep you okay. know, so we could talk about like our feelings, but then be like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> like it'd be so serious, but then have it be a challenge where we have to like keep it together while we're like, <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like imagine the struggle, yeah. And then whoever just like just you know yeah. lose it. I don't know. We take shots every time one really like okay gets distracted. Yeah. I don't know. We'll and figure then it out. Whoever the first to tap out to say I can't do it anymore or to say I gotta pull it out <laughs> is the loser. <laughs> yeah. And it's not gonna be me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and honestly, you're probably gonna win. We all know that's good. That's yeah. To we be know. honest, I think in that episode, we both will be winners. Yeah. <laughs> we deep throw that. That's shit. a win-win yeah. situation. <laughs> okay. Wow. wow. I love that we always brainstorm, <laughs> yes. and we we always brainstorm quick. We're like, oh yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. It just goes. We're just talented. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, did you plug yourself? Or you did, obviously. Oh. That's how we got there. Or yeah, but plug myself digitally, <laughs> sure. Follow me, HK Brains, all one word, lowercase, Instagram, TikTok. I'll sing for you. Oh, I love. Can you Might right dance now? for you. Switching up position. <laughs> I didn't warm up. <clears throat> okay, then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brocotherapy.com. All that shit is dead. Email us your stories at yes. contact at com. Yes, send me your stories. I love the audios. Do it. Yeah. Go buy some merch and yeah. love yourself, bitch. Love yourself. Okay, bye. <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy.
Greetings, fantasy fans and adventure aficionados. I'm your host, Kip Killigan, and to my left is the legendary Stormclad Thundertongue. Uh, who in the hell's put sleeves on my suit? Join us every Monday to watch teams of heroes rise through the ranks of the League of Ultimate Questing. We're serving up a double-decker high-fantasy blood sport burger with all the comedy fixins and no napkins. Bring a bib, because things are going to get messy. Visit the LUQ.com or wherever your favorite podcasts are available. No dungeon too deep, no quest too questionable. This is the League of Ultimate Questing. And now a word from our sponsors. One out of four barbarians over 30 suffer from tile dysfunction. I can't keep it up like I used to. That's why there's Viagro for rage enhancement. Ask your party cleric if Viagro is right for you. Contact an apothecary for any rages lasting more than four hours. Viagro. We keep you raging hard on the battlefield. 